What up, what up, it's your boy. Wait. What? What are you doing? That what? is not how we rehearsed it. Oh, my bad. <laughs> what up, everyone? This is Ro. And Cam. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Cultural, Cultural Commentary. Commentary. All right, yes, here we go. Cultural Commentary, episode four. We are back in the building. What's up, Cam? I'm here. I'm here. It feels good to be back. I feel like we fell off for a week, but yeah. now we're here. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I have some other things I have to take care of, but we're back uh, in full effect. And um, uh, we definitely have a, a interesting topic for you today. And it's one that is definitely needs some like self-reflecting or just self-analyzing, not as not just as a people, but as a culture. And what we're going to talk about today is basically other culture, other people's perceptive of the African, African-American community or just people of color as a whole as being aggressive. Yeah. Like we are aggressive as a people. Like we're aggressive towards authority. We're aggressive towards each other. We're just all the way, always just ready to be on 10. And it's like, that's just <clears throat> who we are as a people based on what their observation the is. The perception. That is the perception that is out there that black people on a whole are aggressive. Exactly. Like we're aggressive as a people. And so I had to really look at myself because I, I feel like I've been... I've been aggressive at some times, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's been warranted. It's like truth be told, <laughs> you know. But sometimes I feel like aggression is the way we react to show people that we are not someone you should take advantage of, mm-hmm. you know. But I truly don't believe that it's a prerequisite of my skin color. Like I don't believe just because I'm, I'm a person of color that I automatically have. I'm going to be aggressive. And I feel like I've been taught aggressive aggression because I don't feel like my parents are aggressive. They're very humble type people. Like yeah, they're not, they're not really that aggressive. And I feel like I've learned aggression from the culture. The American culture here. Right. Definitely. You know, and I feel like I learned aggression from people being aggressive towards me. And, and if I wasn't aggressive, they then will continue to be aggressive towards me. So I have to re- kind of show them I'm capable of the same aggression that I'm being shown. Yeah, I definitely feel it's a um, it's a survival thing. True. Survival of the fittest where um, us as a people, it's as if we're always in fighting mode because it seems as if we always have to defend ourselves. We have to defend ourselves against our own people to show we're not weak. Right. We have to defend ourselves in the workplace. We have to defend ourselves... Um, you know, among, you know, other other cultural groups. And it seems as if, like, no matter what, we're always looked at as if we are at the bottom when it's just like, no, exactly. we're not. And sometimes we're even provoked to, to um, like, we don't want to act that way. Nobody wakes up and say, says, well, I don't know if every, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. But, I, <laughs> but logically, nobody that wakes I up know, that way. I don't, nobody I don't, wakes up that way. Yeah, logically. nobody wakes up. I'm going to be aggressive. That, that's what I'm going to do. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is my mission. And I've seen a lot of cases where are instances where, um, you know, people of color are put in a position, just like how you said, sometimes it's like somebody's asserting themselves onto you. And it's just like, okay, if I'm passive or, you know, if I 
you know, try to humble myself. This person's not going to stop. I need to assert myself and let them know, stop. And then a lot of people take that assertion as, oh, you're so aggressive. You're angry. And it's just like. Right, exactly. Like, or like the ang- angry black man. Like, right. Or the, the angry, angry black, black woman. woman. Yeah. You know, and uh, history. I feel like it, it, it has some historicity behind it. What, what is that? <laughs> 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 okay. The word for the day. <laughs> all right. Uh, my that's, word for the, that. that's my word for the day. It has uh, some right. historicity behind it. <laughs> I think that there's a historical accuracy behind why we're at this place. Why some of us are at this place um, at this place right now. Because <clears throat> the thing about it, if you really look at videos on YouTube from like the 70s or the 60s or even before that or during a certain time, I don't, I don't see the aggression from us. I see us being Agr- um being, being shown aggressive yeah or being yes. shown aggression so you know when you watch videos of people just walking down the street when dogs sick on them or, or people sitting in restaurants to protest segregation being spat on or being you know shown the worst inhumane things possible then I feel like over time you're going to build up a certain hatred, a certain aggression. Like if you feel like people in higher authority are just trying to just keep you down. And right. you can look at the history of this country. Historically, yeah. this country has tried to keep people of color at bay. No, you know, I, keep I them from growing financially, keep them from growing monetarily, or which is probably the same exact thing, but keep them from growing educational wise. Yes. And you know, lift them up out of out of, self, out of poverty. It's just been, and it's not no conspiracy thing. Look, you can read it. You look, Cointel Pro and them going after the Panthers and them going and Martin Luther King getting murdered. And, and to me, those are just modern things that even just the generations before us, like in a sense, like our parents right. can, can relate and can tell of some of those things or our grandparents because that's how close those things are. But this has been going back. I did some research back even like 1700s, like even 300 years ago, like over 300 years ago, like this is not something that just popped, popped up, up on right. the radar. Exactly. This is like generational curse just keeps going down the line and we're just seeing it now. So it, it's like as if like um, people want to pinpoint, oh, this is where the African-Americans are now. Look at them. I told you they were savages or I told you they were uncivilized. But that's exactly what was fed. Exactly. That's exact. Even when, um, even in pictures where you see um, African-Americans being humble, as you said, like um, from your photo from, the, I mean, from some of the things you said from even the 70s, you know, you see them being attacked. But even in like the 1700s, you see them... Um, there's photos where you just see them like on the floor right. or, you know, they don't have that much clothes on mm-hmm. and they're they're not being aggressive. Right, but you exactly. can see photos where they are being oppressed. You see photos where there's there's things like inhumane things that are being happened that happened to the black to black America, you know, and it's and, it's right. it's sad and nobody wants to. They try to act as if it's it's not it's, there, it's right, not exactly. there or that it's different or that was then. But we're looking at the aftermath yeah, and oh, the exactly. mindset that is still being poisoned, even to things that are happening today. I looked at some of the um, 
I looked at some of like, um, I compared and contrast historical stereotypes to modern stereotypes. Mm -hmm. And there's this one that's like Jezebel. And it's where um, when they, I guess, the first encounter with the Europeans and and the Africans, I guess they noticed that the Africans were semi-closed in a sense of topless and they would do a lot of dances and stuff like that. Mm. They were saying they were being sexual and they were being lewd and Mm. they looked at all those things as um, sexual. Mm. And if you zoom to what's going on today in our black culture, this is actually what these video vixens are. They're very um, skimpily clothed. They have, they're dancing sexually, they're dancing Mm -hmm. provocatively and it, it seems as if it's two distinct things, but no, those are generalizations. And that's why sometimes they look at black women as just objects. Right, right. Because, but this has been going on for, for years now. Yeah, exactly. Like now we may call them video vixens or hoochies, but back then they called them Jezebels. Right, right. So it's just like, it's, it's a huge it's, connection. Exactly. And especially with, then you have things like, you know, the, the, the housing initiative where they were trying to keep you know, African-Americans or people of color or even people of um, Hispanic people from owning houses. Or, yeah, or like what They wouldn't that? rent to them or they will put, let's put them in this area and keep them contained. Right. You know, it, we don't want them crossing over the district. Right. We don't want them to come on our side right. of the road. But when they moved in, that we weren't, they weren't taking, government weren't taking care of the trash or the government weren't taking care of certain exact things. So we definitely know that there was... Uh, 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 just a mindset behind keeping mm-hmm. um, people of color at bay. So I feel like the frustration built up and boiled over. Yeah. Because there was a video of Tupac I completely... It you just popped into Tupac. my mind. I know, me and my Tupac. <laughs> Shout out to Tupac. Rest in peace, my brother. And, um, he, and I feel like his, he was smart but misdirected. And that's why I quote him a lot because a lot of his what he said was past his time. Yeah, beyond him. You know, because yeah. even stuff we said in the music about seeing a black president, no rapper has made that connection ever. Mm. You know, and he'll probably be surprised today if he was still alive, God rest his soul. But he said rap music. If you look at rap music and the anger that came out of rap music and the anger that was rap music, he was like, people, I think they were, he'd been asked, you know, and I, I got to bring it up. But he was like, it's just but so long. It's like picture, you know, you in poor. And you know that there's a party going on where like people are throwing food over the wall. They're free food. They're, it's just being smeared all over the wall, plastered everywhere. And you're knocking. It's like, he was we like, hungry. with the pan through. Yeah, exactly. They said, we're hungry. You want some food. And you go from we hungry. We want some food to plead. Let us have some food. And to where now it's. It, it started to change, and yeah. the song went yeah. to from please to where now we're busting on your door with a gun in the hand, rhyming with everybody, you know. So it went from he's like we were asking with the Panthers, we were asking with Martin Luther King, and we were asking with this generation. Yeah. Now we're just taking it. Now we're just gonna take it. We asked, hey, for equality, and so now we're going to fight for equality with through frustration, through anger. So I don't. I feel like it stems from that boiling over, from that frustration of, hey, I'm just trying to eat. Right. But you're even keeping me from the basic necessities of of existence for a, for a human being. And then turn around and say, look, see, look how uncivilized we are. Exactly. That's why we didn't exactly. want to let them in. Now they're stealing. Yeah. But it's kind of just like you knock, knocked off all the resources and you've 
you anybody could exactly. go down to that primitive survival state of well i'm just gonna have to go and get yeah, it and doggy dog but i just thank god that <laughs> is a society now where we need to realize we don't have to get to that primitive state mm-hmm. and i feel that sometimes in black america we still resort back to that, that primitive, primitive state, state. Yep. <laughs> even amongst each other like a crab in the barrel like once again we don't have to do that anymore, and unfortunately, we do. Right, and it does make us. It makes all of us look bad. Right, because it's like there's like you feel like there's no space for all of us when there is. We right. make ourselves feel like there's not enough space. Like mm-hmm. there has to be one on top, and you realize no, there's room no, we for all, all of us. Because if you think about it, every other other culture don't think like that because right. they feel like there's not one rich white man on the planet. There's a mm-hmm. bunch of rich white. Exactly. Men. You understand what I'm saying? So if you want to compare yourself. To rich white women, which a lot of rappers do, they don't mm-hmm. continue themselves. Nobody's rapping about, you know, people, they might not like Trump now, but they were definitely, you know, using their word colluding with Trump back when Trump was okay in the rap community. Right. You know, he was like the pillar of success. So right. if there is a, a di- different rich white man on the planet, why can't there be successful rich black men or black men who giving each other a helping hand to success so we can all come together and, and, and clean up our community. So I don't feel like the, the it's an aggressive state. I feel like it is, like you said, I feel like it's definitely a survival tactic. Mm-hmm. It can go beyond the necessary means. Like some things just don't need for you to go from zero to 60 real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no Drake pun intended. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it just needs a balance because I've done it. I've actually done it recently now. I feel like I've done it just to show the person, hey, I've been aggressive to someone okay. where I could have, I just, I could have just, in the workplace, and I feel like I could have just spoken to them mellow, but I did speak to them to where I have an understanding. Mm-hmm. And when I spoke to them to where it didn't come off as me being aggressive, they kept doing the same thing. Until so you had to just say, I, I, look, I gotta get aggressive now because exactly. you don't, you think I'm playing games. Exactly. Right. And, I, and, and it kicked into a defense, me- defense mechanism to where now, I'm on 10. So every time I see you, I'm coming at you on 10. Mm-hmm. And when that person started realizing that every time they speak to me or every time they come in into my comfort zone, I'm on 10 towards them, they back back. And they stopped doing what they were doing to frustrate me. Because I feel like it was it was deliberate. Right. You know, they felt like they were... And it was something of a different color. It's a different culture. It wasn't somebody black. It was somebody of a different culture. Where I felt like... You were thinking that the person, and I'm not gonna, you know, give names or situations because I, you know, some people listen who I work with, but he felt like he was smarter than me, mm-hmm. and because he felt like he was smarter than me because of who the culture, hit background he he's from, mm-hmm. I shown my aggression with logic to say, hey, don't do that. You're not smarter than me in a sense of hey, we can learn from each other. Not like I'm smarter than you, you're smarter than me type of situation. Like, hey, you're not smarter than me. You just have more information than I have. Once I have the information, we're kind of going to be on the same level and play. Right, right. So I did that to show him, hey, chill, and don't come at me like that ever again. So I do feel like it's a survival tactic, and I do feel like it hey, puts certain people in their place, but we have taken it to beyond the ne- necessary need or the necessary norm. Because now we're not applying logic to the aggression. We're just going from aggression to physical. Yes. It's going yes. from 
the verbal to the physical faster than it needs to. Yes. And I feel like that's where the line is blurred now. And that's what's causing a lot of black men to lose their lives too. Cause I've seen like so many videos where it's just like, and now I'm talking specifically like police encounters mm-hmm. with African American men mm-hmm. and women now mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just like I've I've seen how the police officers have provoked the um the the individual mm-hmm. but then i've also seen how the individual didn't r- remain calm right. in this in the situation to realize this is a police officer regardless like yes it's wrong but there needs to be a certain at a certain point where you say you know what I'm not going to fight back. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let this happen. And I best believe I will get a lawyer to handle this exactly. later. And use the fact that, yes, there's audio, there's there's video. recordings, <laughs> or tell somebody, hey, videotape this. I'm going to follow everything he says, but I want you to make sure that you, you know what I'm right, saying? Exactly. Like, exactly. anybody can do that. Like, I, I haven't really seen that many videos where... It's like calm. I see where the disrespect and and how yeah, the police officer definitely yeah. provoked the um the okay. um the, the person of color. And then you, they do it to get that aggression. Yeah. Yep. And once they get that aggression, now boom, they can react to it. Now I could now oh, I could abuse you. Oh, I feel like I'm in fear. Oh, I might. I feel like my life is threatened. And or you know, right. so once right. they get like, aggressive, oh, 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 see, now they can use aggressive. Exce- now they can use excessive force to thrash to thrash the individual. And what's bothering me is that I heard this thing on the news the other day, and I'm I'm so annoyed that I was like paying attention, but. I didn't catch all the details as far as to where it's happening, but now they're saying they, they're they're greenlighting or rewarding even civilians now, um, jumping in on mm. not oh sorry I don't want to say jumping in but assisting officers right. during the time if they're um, passing by as like a bystander and they see that um, the and indiv- any individual is being um, resistant right, right. to um, the police officer that now they're offering rewards. To civilians and I'm just like what now you want to green light bystanders to come and how does that make that situation any better you have an untrained individual it's bad enough a police officer is right. hurting you and this is somebody in blue but now you have a random person trying to hold you down you know, it's just right, like right. it's like where what? where is the line it's like where is the line of where um the respectful authority but also the authoritative person who's supposed to um be that example is not following the letter of the law they are attempting to uphold. Like, okay, we understand that, you know, you, the badge should be respected and that's fine. Because yes. I feel like without police or police officers, there will be, and people might say, no, well, we, no, no, no. If, I feel like if certain police officers or police officers were in certain neighborhoods, I feel like it would be worse than what it is. Mm-hmm. So don't act like that authority is not needed. And let's also not act like, Police officers are people. Exactly. As crazy There's as a lot no. of them are, and we know a lot of them are bad, and we know a lot of them are good. This is not in defense of police officers who are bad, but this is a defense This is of, an event of two... This is a comparison between two communities, the police community and the, and the African-American community. Both of us need to realize that... We need each other. We need each other, exactly. exactly. And it's like the black community, we need to do better with... Even if we're being provoked, 
try our best to be the bigger person, try our best to get somebody to who's near us to record the Drew, the act always. and then um from there bring it to a lawyer and 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 have that evidence to say, you know what? This is what happened. And I'm like and start putting those officers on blast. Say their badge yes. numbers, say their names. If you see it, say it on blast. Hey, it's 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 the cover up after the trial and then the 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 the, the system is keeping their names and information secretive and until the trial's over when they've taken yeah, their life. It's like, no, if you can film when you're not being treated right by police officers and you, you say their badge numbers and so on and so forth. But or also get the person off- who's recording to what? to get that information. Like, look, my, I'm, I'm going to turn my back. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what this officer's telling me. But, you know, if there's somebody there, anybody say, please record this. And, and this officer said such and such to me and I want this to be, you know... You know, there's other ways to go about it. And right. then, yes, like pol- the police community, please start looking at your people and start, you know, re- um, enforcing. Like if you hear these things, like suspend these people. I don't know. It's not OK. okay. It's like it's not it's right. It's not right and that they don't that they're not uh, that everybody's getting acquitted. It shows that you don't care. Right, but I don't want to go off on a police rant because this is not what we're talking about. No, it, no, but all... what I'm saying is it's linked to aggression in the community. That's right. why I brought it up. And because we know sometimes what that can do. Yeah. So, but it's and we want just... to do better, but we have to. It's it's a it's a partnership. Right, and um, I do feel like us as black men needs to be able to resolve our issues without resorting to violence. Black yeah. woman we can, well. yes, and I, I feel like a lot of it can be shown in the music that we present. I, I feel like there was a certain time and place for everything, and I feel like we need to change. I feel like the times of the Bloods and the Crips needs to end. I feel like the times of the thug mentality needs to end. I think the gangster mentality needs to end. I think we need to be an anti-gangster type of community or anti-blood and crip community. And some people might not like what I'm saying, but I don't care. I care about people's lives. I care about your life. I care about your brother's life. I care about your father's life. I care about your... I'm sick and tired of seeing y'all in jail. I'm sick and tired of seeing y'all on the news. I'm sick and tired of seeing y'all on poor wanted posters and committing petty crimes. Stupid things that like, yo, honestly, you know how much lawyers make? You know how much doctors make? Dude, doctors make a hundred thousand. You know how much uh, uh, um, an engineer make? And do you know how much, you know, if you really applied your aggression to an actual trade and to something to better yourself, to me, you would turn out financially better than to be in jail now having a record, unable to get a job, now I have to start from the bottom over. If you will not cross that line based on negative influences, you'll be, be way better, better way right. better. Right. They don't care. what These are gone are the times of the Frank Lucases. Gone are the times of the big of of of, of the like Pablo the Escobar. Right. Oh, I said narcos, but yeah. These guys Pablo are dead. Escobar. These guys are dead or in jail. That's the life. You, there's only two goals: dead or in jail. Because America and technology are all the way undercover. America has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, gone are the days of the Rick Rosses. These guys. Or like, look, that was a space and time. They don't even promote that lifestyle themselves. Right. You know, they sometimes, a lot of them even regret doing what they did because they know that they've destroyed their own community. Right. And that's what these guys do. The Bloods, the Crips, these drug dealers, these hustlers, they're just destroying our community. And if mothers don't take hold of their sons and fathers don't take hold of their sons and, and say, hey, we can do better and we can do better. This isn't a cultural thing. This is a, hey, we need to now 
I will definitely this isn't a, a DNA thing because I'm black, but it is a, I think it is a cultural thing. And when yeah. you can, hey, as a culture, we need to react different to when people react a certain way towards right. us. And it makes right. us a bigger person. To me, it makes us better. When I might not I might not ha- I might have a reason to be aggressive because it's warranted at a certain place at a certain time. And for some people it might not always be warranted, but it's not on the forefront of my mind all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like when somebody do or say something, I can be passive. It's yeah. it's not that serious. Right. Some things are just not that serious. And then like, also, if we exhibit that self control, it shows that that person that that person doesn't have that power over you. Right. Like it's, exactly. You don't give them that but that green exactly. light to to make you look like a fool or put you in um in a situation that you shouldn't be in. Exactly. Because that's what's important. It's, your life and living your best life and living life to the fullest is more. You are given one life. Life, you know, the, uh, this life is fleeting. You're here one day, and you're gone the next day, and it's not about you're here one day and you're gone because of a stray bullet or because you have beef with somebody around the corner or you have beef with someone over a color or over a block that you don't even own. Right. Right. You do not own these corners. Right. You not own these blocks. You don't even own the color that you're wearing because mm-hmm. you didn't create the color. You didn't have a patent to say, you know what, this is Crip blue and only Crips can wear this kind right. of color blue. Right. This is blood red and this is only... No, you don't even own the color that you're wearing. Right. You understand? So why are you killing yourself over things that are so minimal or taking each other's lives over just for status? Status what? Nobody will remember you after you are gone. You understand what I'm saying? A Frank, uh, the, the Pablo Escobar is becoming a a Netflix special. Like, it's a Netflix show. But Colombia is not... Colombia wants to distance themselves from the history of Pablo Escobar. Right. You talk to modern-day Colombian, it's like, yo, yeah, that was a blip in time, but this is the new Colombia, where we're now doing better as a people, where we're now... We want people to come to Colombia and feel safe and come to come tourists to come to our our, our country, see the beauty that our country have to offer. Because mm-hmm. I had a guy who worked with, I worked with, who was young when Pablo Escobar was, um, he was out a kid, there. was out wow. doing, he's like, yo, that guy killed so much people. It was terrible in in, 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 Medi- Colombia. in, in Colombia at that time. It was, it was like a war zone. I mean, who wants to live in a war zone? Right. You know, and it's time that, you know, that <clears throat> do we do, Things that can people say, hey, we can actually logically work things out. We can actually use our brain to work out issues, you know. And I feel like a lot of it, I think there's so much pain in certain situations. Because I feel like something needs to be done about places like Chicago. And I, I'm not going to say L.A. The crimes in L.A. has been down a lot. The Bloods and the Crips and their issues. But I've been hearing quite a few things about Chicago. But right Chicago right? is definitely a problem. Like, these young kids killing each other, it's it's beyond logic the numbers of mass shootings, like, I'm sorry, mothers, take hold of your sons, like, put curfew on them. If Once you allow the government to come in, and it's open season, they're not going to be playful with these young men. You can't complain because the document is there. And you might, we can have the argument where the gun's coming from, but... Just because someone bringing guns in your community doesn't mean you have to kill yourself mm-hmm. with them. And it's not a poverty thing. It's like well, some people mm-hmm. might say, oh, because of poverty. Listen, let's just be real. There's more jobs out there now than there used to be in the 70s and the 80s. And we understood why those young men and women took those initiatives. 
in 2017, in 2018, I'm sorry, a year back, there's too many more opportunities. We just have to be open-minded. Yes. Somebody says, oh, you know, I don't want to work in the McDonald's. I don't work. You're crazy because a person working in the McDonald's is going to work there long enough to own it. You're going to be dead or in jail by the time they themselves are living the life that they want to live. Or they're working at McDonald's to pay their way through school. So why they're, you know, being a mechanic or why. And I'm saying, I'm not, you might feel like you might not be a doctor. But why they're being a mechanic or why they're learning a trade to better themselves and opening them their own shops and running their own business, you'll be dead or in jail. Like, why don't you value life? Why don't you value your own life? Or value the next person's life? If y'all want to kill each other, fine. But why is you shooting up blocks and killing, shooting at random people? That defies all logic. So why should a sorry be felt for you? I want for for your your parents because they have to keep burying their sons or daughters. That is nuts. So I feel like, you know, definitely prayer needs to go out of Chicago. I feel like churches need to come together out there. I feel like the community needs to come together out there. I feel like these... Check our sons. Like, fathers, check your sons. Let me get, let me see your backpack. Open your backpack. Check the colors that he wearing. He wearing bees around his neck consistently. Why are you wearing those bees? Why you got your hat tilted or Because I know the vice doors and against the that are certain way that they do things. And I heard it's so fractured out there that it's not even uh, uh, what it was. So it's just blocks versus blocks. and just. I'm like, dude, you guys are in high school shooting at each other. Like, it doesn't even serve a purpose. You're not finding out what... Like, turf, you're not fine. You just randomly shooting random people, and it just defies all logic. So, back to man, like I said, it goes back to we need to work things out without showing that violence, right? And that aggression, that aggression, we can do it. It's not a thing that is impossible because we've come a long way. Because right. like we've come a long there's, way, there's there's, but I feel like there's 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 more. There's 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 levels. There's still more levels. There's still more miles for us to go and to cross as a people. And I feel that um we're getting there. We're getting there, but we just need to be, as you said, take that self reflection moment to say, you know what? Let me do better because even though I'm one person, I represent an entire community. Because especially even with us being, um, you know, from the Caribbean culture, having um, Jamaican descent, coming from Jamaican descent, it's like when we're out and about, it's not like, oh, that's the Jamaicans or, okay, no, those are the Haitians or, oh, no, they're from Trinidad. Unless we tell them more, they hear an accent or see a flag, then they're like, no, they're just black people. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're all black, and that goes and yeah, Caribbean like, community that goes right by the Caribbean, Caribbean community. There's two gone under days that are dons, and and I might I might be shooting myself, but I'm sure a lot of people don't like what I'm saying. But young men and women, I've seen a lot of smart young men and women coming from the Caribbean islands or coming from Africa, and like you know, straight A students, very 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 smart young men and women. On exactly graduating high school we can do early, better. 14, we can do better than the guns. People might say when people are in poverty, and I feel like you look at your current situation as a limitation without looking at what's in, without looking to see what's in front of you to make yourself better. And uh, some people might say you might have to be in a situation to understand. It's like no no no, my family is from that situation. Find a way to make right. a way. It's better right. than taking someone else's 
because you're going to be hungry tomorrow. And you're going to have to keep taking it. You have to keep taking it. And you only just keep mm-hmm. killing it. You can't, you can't, you're not, unless you kill everybody off in a certain area, you're, it's, you're, you're still going to go on. So when will you use your brain to make something that's sustainable? Do something sustainable. To make your own. Start a business. Right. You know, I would tell somebody, hey, right. Jamaica is a place where you can have random fruits growing in your backyard. Open up a market. Sell it at your home. You know, mm-hmm. whatever the situation mm-hmm. may be, it's a lot of people that's big on uh, vegan or big on uh, on uh, on just eating healthy. They can export that from Jamaica. They can export that right. from you. You can grow your fruits and you can find it online and find people who right online organic stuff and online, you know because it's a, a tropical yep. climate. So you can grow, you know, different kind of fruits and sell it online. You know, if I was down, that's what I'd be doing because it's accessible. So find what you have and use it. For your benefit, because the guns and the drugs just doesn't do nothing but destroy yourself, destroy other communities. You might be on top one day, but you won't be on top forever. So as a people, we definitely need to think smarter and and, um, avoid all this this extra stuff. And let's try to avoid just feeding into... The stereotypes and and letting giving away our power to people that don't deserve it. We're powerful people. We are by far a powerful group of people, and they know it. Everybody knows it. We need to know it. We need to take ownership of it. And I'm thankful that we're um, on the right track to doing that. And I'm glad that um, I'm a part of it to see that transition. And I'm glad that um, we're here with the cultural commentary to let even though the generation after us know that you know we're we're on the right track let us all do better let's work together to be better please educate yourselves right Um, know what these laws are know what's going on in the community know what's going on in your government know what's going on in the country as a whole just don't harp on one thing i know sometimes y'all be so fascinated or too into pop culture that's cool for entertainment purposes but it doesn't affect your life as a whole. But if you educate yourselves on things that affect your life and your community from the people that are being put in power, then you'll have an idea or have an understanding of how to attack these things. Because nothing gets accomplished through aggression. That's the difference between Martin and Malcolm. You know, Martin was more effective Mm -hmm. being nonviolent. Gandhi was more effective being nonviolent. Christ himself was... A hundred times more effective. Yes. Being nonviolent, and he was effective from being nonviolent, mm-hmm. and not to say that he couldn't have been violent, mm-hmm. and he—that's not what his plan was, but he had a higher purpose. You understand what I'm saying? And he said, "The kingdom of this earth, if not, mm-hmm. you know, they'll fight for it." So, beyond that, we as a people don't have to go to the extreme anymore. We need to pull it back. Look at ourselves. Look at our brothers. I might not have to like you. You might not have to associate. But we both have the same struggles. And I feel like, like Damon Dash said, he was he, he was saying something that resonated with me. I follow him on Instagram. He was like, I would no longer fight against another black man. I would fight against the, uh, the people that's goal is to continue to tear down our communities or to con- in, in, continue to influence violence. Between us, he's no longer tearing down. Even right. if he might not agree with you, he might even have a problem with you. But it's better for him to not associate than to start a war. 
He's like, you know what? We don't have to be cool. We don't have to talk. Right. But we understand each other as black men and black women. That we're both fighting the same struggles. So why turn that on each other yes. when it doesn't get us anywhere? Because if you might take me out, you're still going to struggle because we're still fighting the same struggle. Each other. Exactly. We're stronger together than against each other. Most communities or most cultures other than us are together. They have a basic understanding and their goal mm -hmm. is the success of their... Look at China. If you ask Chinese people are very proud of their country. And their... Whatever their mm -hmm. leader does, they're with it 110%. Because their goal is to see the success of China. Mm -hmm. So if our goal and take ownership... And they may not always agree. Right, exactly. And they may not always agree, but their whole mindset is we are still one. Yeah. So forth and so on. And we see it in this community. Like African Americans, African Americans need to take hold of America. Be proud to be Americans. That's why we have the Tuskegee Airmen. We have so many people who have died and blood, sweat, and tears in this country to make this country what it is and to take ownership. And it's cool to love Africa and, you know, rep African heritage, but take ownership of America. That's where you are. That's where your ancestors are. Regardless if it started from slavery, it doesn't matter. Take ownership. Be proud to be Americans and love yourself and love the others just around you. And that's just now become and be, uh, apply logic to a lot of our situations. And we can better see things clearly. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, but definitely. that's our time for today. But you know, yes, def definitely. Remember, Had a good time, good convo. Aggression is a mind state. It doesn't always have to be the result a of a situ every situation. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Peace out. All right, everyone, Thanks that was the listening. Cultural Commentary Podcast. Until next time. Make sure you follow us at The Cultural Commentary on Twitter, Instagram, like and share us on Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube page. Feel free to leave us comments, give us your feedback on topics you'd like for us to discuss.